Hi, my name is Lynn Worrell. I'm the founder of a community organization called Word, writing our rhymes down, and I am a youth worker at the Careful Jeunesse Emploi of NDG. Hi, my name is Carl Thomas. I'm a community worker for Prevention Codenege NDG, and welcome to The Dep. The Dep, a podcast about community service work in your neighborhood. It's, it's been a while, right? <laughs> yeah. 2023 is here. Uh, it's like you forget how to do these things, I swear. Um, not like the Zoom, but like the podcast itself, right? Like, I think the last episode that we aired was like at the end of November, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah. Um. So we're doing this recording on Zoom. I just want to compare my plant game with yours. You see that? You see that? Yeah, but you can't win. I have like a... Are you serious? That's touching the ceiling, brah. Yeah, but I have like upstairs, downstairs, like I have plants everywhere. So it's a new. I win. Yo, are you seeing that? It's touching the ceiling. It it is. It is pretty cool, though. Nice. You put it it right next to the window, eh? Like that to get all the sunlight? Uh, no. Like it's similar to the plant that you have behind you, that, that guy. Oh, um, me, I cut, I cut that one. I have no choice, because otherwise it will grow like yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one, it, they grow fast, eh? Oh, yeah. Like that, that one already touched the ceiling. I had to, like, move it down. I just moved it somewhere else, so going anyways. Like, nice. That means he's happy. Or mm-hmm. neutral, neutral, neutral plant. Yeah, well, that plant is named Rocky, <laughs> um, but... She goes by she goes by Rocky. I'm All like right. Rocky's a she on nice. the name and then the gender. But like I was like, yeah. Mm. Anyways, um yeah. 2023, we're back. Yes, exactly. And um yeah, 2022 was uh something to remember for sure. Mm. <laughs> I'll just mm-hmm. say that. Sorry. Feel a little congested. But um, I think everyone is sick, like like at the beginning of January with the mixing with everyone, the holidays, the drinking, the partying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for everyone that has kids. Yeah, yeah. Most of the people are sick, but not me. I don't get sick. I, I was just about to say, I thought you don't get sick. <laughs> I, I don't get sick. I, I call in sick, but I don't get sick. Uh-uh. Don't yeah. say that. I, on <laughs> You're going to edit that one out. No, no, I'm going to keep it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but like one thing that kind of really kind of I uh, wanted to talk about in terms of this is uh, the end of 2022 was uh, definitely um, a, a lot of things to reckon with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt like it would be really interesting to break down um, the differences between white supremacy, anti-Semitism, and Zionism. So, yeah, well, I was hoping to have a conversation about that with you just because there's just like a lot of different situations that I think that I really thought it would be useful to clear the air. Um, well, definitely, I can only speak from my perspective about that. Mm-hmm. So. And, and, yeah. and before we engage, like I'm going to ask you like the most simplistic question, like what do you think it's important to talk about that subject right now? At this current moment, at this current era, well, in 2023. I just think that it's it's important to know the difference, like the agendas and motives of white supremacy 
I think it's important to know the impacts and what actual anti-Semitism is. And mm-hmm. I think it's important to know um, what's going on in Israel um, and uh, the Zionist agenda um, in Israel and to know the differences between these three things. Um, sometimes we don't always understand um, the, how anti-Semitism is like uh, feeds into white supremacy. And then sometimes we don't, we confuse with anti-Semitism and when you're critical with Israel, you know, like there's all these different, like different uh, situations that I think are really important to just know the differences and, and uh, talk about them. And I, and I just, I'm just like offering my Ashkenazi white Jewish perspective on this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. And that's what I wanted to say. Um, but like I guess when I think about white supremacy, um, white supremacy um, expresses itself in so many different ways, you know. Um, and obviously, the main thing to do is to divide and conquer, and also to always make sure that the white race is the superior race or the Aryan race, as the Nazis would call it in Germany. Mm-hmm. Um, or civilization, as colonizers would call it, or democracy, as um, other imperialist uh, countries would call it when uh, they're going abroad um, to talk about that. So, um, it, it you know obviously like white supremacy expresses itself in obvious ways, and then less obvious ways. You know, so I think it's like easy for us to say that. Uh, like when something is explicitly racist, when like there was like racist language or something, and then it might be less obvious to name white supremacy when there's like white privilege, like access to employment or housing, or how like that all plays out. Mm-hmm. So it's just like I always again I like to think of things on a scale. Um. But obviously, I'm not here. I just wanted to name white supremacy. Like, obviously, like, I'm sure you have your perspectives on white supremacy as well. Um, But uh, there's that. And one of the things that there's a long history of white supremacy and anti-Semitism. And I think, like, the main thing to know about the actual, like, function of anti-Semitism in an oppressive society is that um, anti-Semitism is designed to scapegoat and blame Jewish people. Now, um, a lot of the history that we think about when we think about anti-Semitism... Wait, so, sorry, sorry, sorry to cut you off because you did mention a super important and valid part. When you said blaming Jewish people, you need to f- finish that sentence. Blaming Jewish oh, people, what? Okay, so, well, first of all, Jewish people are not monolithic. I just want to say that we'll, we'll get into, there's like, so there's like Ethiopian Jews and Moroccan Definitely. Jews and all Definitely. this other stuff. And I think sometimes people, when we think about Jewish people, we kind of switch between Ashkenazi. We're talking about Ashkenazi, like white European Jews. And mm-hmm. then we generalize. 
like that's one thing I, that I see um, people kind of switching in between. Like I think sometimes people are saying Jewish people when they're really trying to be specific about Ashkenazi Jews, and then other times they're trying to broaden it after they say something that is very much more direct. Anyways, this, I just wanted to say that. But um, for instance, Hitler would blame the Jews for taking jobs after the depression. And that's what kind mm -hmm. of convinced a lot of people to get mobilized and uh, name, name uh, who Jewish people were to go to camp concentration camp, to, to concentration camps. Mm -hmm. um, there are these things that like, People have heard this word in the media called tropes or something that there's these big tropes um, in society. Uh, and the thing is about the function of anti-Semitism is it that those stereotypes of Jews actually really activate the, the kind of discrimination that uh, Jewish people uh, experience, you know, like, cause like Jews are only 15 million in the world. Mm -hmm. Like Kanye West literally that. has, yeah, Kanye West literally has more followers on Instagram than the entire Jewish population on this planet. So okay. we're not that because you know the Holocaust really killed a lot. You know, like uh, there's half of the yeah, definitely. So so that was kind of a residue, and and um, so like for instance, like people can say generally, oh, Jews have all this power, and yet we've never seen a Jewish president of the United States. And mm -hmm. yet the wealthiest person in the world is not Jewish. You know what I mean? It's just like a way to like turn like and Mark Zuckerberg is Jewish and he's like maybe number four or something. But it's just like, it's, it's just, um, does, does Mark know that just, he's Jewish? Pardon? I just wanted to make a bad joke. I was like, does, what did he say? Did Mark know that he's Jewish? Yeah, I'm like, does Mark know he's Jewish? <laughs> uh, maybe he's not, but his last name is Zuckerberg. I, I stand corrected. I stand corrected. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, so I don't know. I guess I had this whole, I, I just think that the biggest takeaway is that there's like, it, it, and it gets really tricky. It gets really tricky because targeting Jews and all this other stuff has been a tactic to oppress Jews in the past. And then you have Israel that makes it very confusing on what anti-Semitism is because mm -hmm. is the creation of Israel, first and foremost, Zionism is a political um, theory that came from Ashkenazi Jews. Um, and, uh, it well, Zionism and correct me if I'm wrong, Zionism, because I heard that term before, is it when religion and the state of mind is same, like in, in a specific country or. Well, there's Zion, which is, um, like a, a di desirable, uh, land or yeah, yeah. Uh, like utopia. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, okay. So Zionism is the land that um, Jewish people like thought that they should have because there's a long history of Jewish people being on the outskirts of society. Because like we all know what the year is. We know that it's the year 2023, 2000 years and 23 years since the birth of Jesus Christ. Right. Mm -hmm. So so like you know 
and there and like it goes without saying that Christianity is the most dominant religion in the world. Like, yeah, that's definitely true. Um, and so, and, and Judaism has been around longer than Christianity. So, um, it's been on the outskirts of society a lot. It's like the practices and all this other thing. Um, the reason why Zionism essentially isn't a religious movement at its core, that's why you find like some, very religious Jews being at pro-Palestinian uh, events is because mm -hmm. essentially, I just want to say I'm not a religious Jew, so I'm really just talking about me. Um, and and that's what anti-Semitism does, you know? Okay. It just kind of clumps all Jews. It doesn't matter. Because, like, Hitler kind of really made Judaism a cultural identity because he didn't care if you went to synagogue. He didn't care if you went to that. If you were Jewish in your blood, you're Jewish. You're going to the concentration camps. So it's like this, like clumping. You know, it's just like the racism and and created race. You know, it didn't matter if you're from this part of the world or that part of the world. You're this race. You know what I mean? So that's how come, like, yes, Judaism is a religion, but there's also this very strong attachment to identity and a way to identify your ethnicity because of Judaism. So, okay. and like that, and like, you know, anyone can, I don't care what really anyone has to say about that, but I definitely identify as a cultural Jew. And, um, I find a lot of people who are, I find most people who are not Jewish try to correct me and I'm like, all right, so that's great. That's great that you are explaining Judaism to me, but <laughs> anyways, so, um, uh, I was talking about Zionism, and the thing is, is that Judaism, like the main difference between Christians and Jews, is that Jews have not found their Messiah yet. The Messiah of Christians is Jesus Christ, and when that came, Jews were like, "No, that's not that. Yeah, that's he's not, not it. Yeah, it's not it." And basically, it's because Jews are like, "We are not worthy of the Messiah until." until uh the whole world's at peace and then it's the prophet elijah um eliyahu who's going to be the messenger of who the messiah is so the world has not been at peace according to jews i guess and so we don't have a messiah and um and so that's and that's why um there's like very religious jews that are against the existence of israel for religious reasons because they think that the creation of israel was in vain on a religious level they're like wait a minute this is a secular agenda zionism is a political they don't believe in mixing politics and religion and this is a secular agenda and uh this is blasphemous like this is not this is this is not this is done in vain the creation of israel is created in vain so I don't know if you've ever seen like pro-Palestinian Jews, like the really religious Orthodox ones. Sometimes are you frozen? I think you're frozen. Okay, no, no you're no, not. No, no. <laughs> I'm paying you're attention to what you're saying. No, like, no, no, no. I'm, just I'm not just listening. taking. I'm taking everything in. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, are you frozen? <laughs> That's funny. Anyways, but um, yeah. So, so we have to know that. Zionism is, and like, yes, if you do see religious people um, hurrying for Israel, there were like 
people who were pushing the agenda of the existence of Israel had to like gather rabbis and convince them like, listen, if you're getting on board on this Israel thing, we can give you land and you'll have synagogue and you'll have like a whole following in a community and mm. can live mm -hmm. like, you know what I mean? So like they had to kind of convince. And since then, in some ways, like it's a big splinter in the Jewish community, which is kind of against what are, what we're known for. Like we're known for sticking together. Jews are really known for sticking together. So this is something that's like secretly divisive because the only voices that you really hear are Jews that are pro-Israel. And, um, and, and they've done, and, and Israel has done such a great job at creating this idea that Judaism equals Israel, Israel equals Judaism, right? Well, I'm sorry, but uh, yeah, a little bit. Like I, that's what I thought, but yeah. Yeah, for sure. And that's like, and I think it's only like, but, and, and I just want to say that Israel and this is how I'm not just me, but other people I know think this, um, but Israel is actually an apartheid state. So if you think about South Africa apartheid, where there were roads that were separated, de separated, designated for um, whites, blacks mm -hmm. and, and mm -hmm. other, you know, so like that is literally like the structure of Israel. There's literally roads that are designed only for Jews to be traveling on in um, in Palestinian territory um goodness israel goodness. yeah i heard i heard about that so much. and so and so like that's a thing um and you know what's kind of funny with all this thing that all this ideas about like well we were all having this big conversation about what is anti-semitism that's anti-semitic what is that while we were having all those conversations here in north america Israel actually elected one of their most right-wing Jewish parties ever, and they literally have an actual Jewish supremacist party in Israel that um, wants to eradicate Palestinians. Like, this Jewish extremist group that's in power, well, that has coal in Israel, mm -hmm. have ha are, they're even starting to fuck with, like, crosses they're like knocking down christian i'm like oh my goodness you're like messing with the christians this is like yeah like there's there anyways it's just it's just kind of um it's wild and that's the reason why when it comes to anti-semitism and my own personal experience with it um i think i've tolerated like textbook anti-semitism a lot in my life Mm -hmm. But I really don't sweat it that much because I just but, want... But, but again, elaborate on that. What do you mean? Tolerated anti-Semitism. Um, well, because again, the way it works is that it's very much like stereotypes and feed into who you who they think you are you know oh like the like, jokes the the comments the yeah the jokes in the comments like i like whatever they like people just think um they, there's like a stereotype that i'm wealthy and there's a stereotype that um i'm good with money or i'm a, or that i must know a good lawyer or um oh, you, know I mean? you know what i mean like i don't know people are like oh yeah like like i had a friend who's like lynn you're jewish you must know a lawyer and I'm like, oh, my Lord, it, it's funny that, that, that you said that twice, because I remember recently I went to the States and I heard that a lot, like within conversation. Get yourself a Jewish lawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. get yourself a Jewish lawyer. 
and uh, being at a store and hearing someone said, wait, wait, like you're Jewish. Of course, you know, a lawyer. So <laughs> exactly. It's just yeah, little comments, like you know, that. like. I do have a lawyer in my family, but they fight for like seniors rights. They're not going to be corporate anyways, like whatever, like there's just it's just like and and. um, But it was just like. I think like near the end of 2022, that was just like a different vibe for me. Like it was just like, I felt like um, people were posting comments. It was just like, it's so normal to activate it, you know, like with assumptions, because this is the thing that what happened at the end of 2022, the original injury was Kanye West. That's what, yeah, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, yeah it was Kanye West. Had a black a man yeah kanye west had a shirt that said white lives matter mm-hmm. okay and then the original injury just kind of changed you know because it goes kanye west has a white lives matter shirt puff daddy is like sending him a text message saying hey 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 let's talk about this i'm checking in with you and then kanye responds uh to him I don't want to talk to you because you're under Jewish mind control or something like that. Mm. But then he posts this, this uh, text on Instagram mm. owned by Mark Zuckerberg, but also it's like Jewish mind control is just, it's just like, it's, it's the idea of conspiracy. It's the idea that, that Jews are up to something that you can't be trusted or like they have some secret agenda or they're the Illuminati and all this other stuff. And there's also, and, 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 but that's just there to deflect like real white supremacy power. And, and then like what was really scary was that banner drop in, um, in uh, Los Angeles on the highway when it, when there was like Kanye was right about the Jews and people are literally doing Heil Hitler's um, over that. You know, like we've seen, We've seen uh, synagogues get shot up. We've also seen uh, shopping malls get get shot up in Buffalo. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's e- it's not hard to activate white supremacists to go out there with a gun and feel justified on doing something. You know what I mean? Because of stupidness that they're hearing. Like, that's what's dangerous about activating these ideas mm-hmm. at, or or things that deny the 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 Holocaust. Like, there's literally people with tattoos that they got. It's against Jewish religion to get a tattoo. And there was like Holocaust survivors literally have tattoos about the number that they were tattooed when they went to the like uh, concentration camp. So. But to believe, to believe like individuals that do not believe such thing happen. Like, what do you think of that? I think that's dangerous. I think it's dangerous because like, uh, it's out like of any atrocity, history, no, but like out of, out of any atrocity that happens in human history, like the Rwandan genocide and all this other stuff, um, the, the best thing we can do after an atrocity is to learn and do better, you know, yeah. and to and like to learn and for something better, something, you need to know, you need to remember. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's the only thing you can take away from from an atrocity because there's a lot of loss in a genocide. There's a lot of loss in a hollow in the Holocaust. There's a lot of loss. There's a lot of loss and a lot of injustice. And, um, to not know that, um, what I think, but this is another thing. Like I, 
I also don't have not had anyways, but I just like, I just felt like it wasn't, I wasn't really, I didn't know who I could like, I felt like, um, people were really tapping into some like Jewish stereotypes. And it was tricky for me to feel like I can like talk about how I was feeling about this without having yeah. to spend in the extra energy about explaining or educating and defending. Um, and the reason why I haven't really done a lot of that is um, uh, I don't really get caught up in anti-Semitism because I am an anti-Zionist Jew. And I just really want us to think more about what's happening in Israel. And, mm. and what I find to be more offensive than anti-Semitism itself is Israel using the Holocaust in vain to justify the persecution of yeah, Palestinian people. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Let's do like, the same to be like, yeah, yeah. Because the thing is, is like, that's the most offensive thing you want to talk about forgetting history. It's like, um, Israel is like forgetting that they were in a position of victimhood to, uh, Nazi Germany. And, mm. and like what I learned about the Holocaust is never to forget and to make sure that you, um, play a leadership role in ensuring that history doesn't repeat itself. And then here we are. Here we are um, in Israel, like killing Palestinians daily. Um, you know, like there's Palestinians that don't have access to water. There's there's um, and and like refugee camps are not supposed to be permanent struggle. You know, Palestinian refugee camps are the oldest refugee camps. Like and now it's like must be three generations or four generations of people living um, in refugee camps, and you can't get an employment. You can't get um, yeah, you can't buy a house. You can't. Yeah, like you, it's, can't, you, it's can't, you can't get housing. You can't get property unless, like, yeah, what I understood, unless, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, unless it's, it was previously owned by, like, the generation, like, before you. So technically not even, not even the current person. Uh, they, they have ways, let's say, if you own property to, to disregard you and take that away. Yeah, it's just because Israel is occupying Palestine. Okay, look, the first thing you need to do when you want to know more about Israel and Palestine is you have to look at the map, okay? You have to see the all the different stages of these land grabs that um, that Israel has taken. So they decided on borders like Israel and Palestine. And then Israel was like, yeah, but we kind of do what we want. So we're just going to like in take that land and then take that. Like, so uh, anyone who has a soda stream, this is like soda stream is literally on stolen Palestinian land. Um, do you know that? Do you know that uh, company soda stream? It's the water that oh, makes it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, the there. It's made in Israel. Actually, it's not made in Israel. It's made in Palestine. It is on stolen Palestinian land. It's like literally illegal. Like where the plant is. Okay. <laughs> so uh, we need an anti-Zionist soda stream desperately because it kind of has a. Um, like it has a monopoly on there but um yeah no it's really it's anyways so and then and then it gets full circle because this is the thing um part of 
uh, Israel's agenda is to always, they do these things like, um, I don't know, they do these tours, they do these tours where you go to every single concentration camp that like you do the visits of all the concentration camps and then you go to Israel. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's, it's just making this complete link. It's like, we lived through this atrocity and now the solution is Israel, like constantly legitimizing. But um, this is the thing. I am really not big on victim blaming. Uh, you know, just like, I think that happens a lot it, for women, for instance, and all this other stuff. But it's definitely not important. It's important to not remain in victimhood. And so how do you kind of reckon with that? It's like, it's not your fault that something happened to you that you got knocked down, but it's your responsibility to get back up. Mm. And what Israel has done is that they have taken the Holocaust history and they can't get out. I don't know. It's not even about trauma anymore. It's about like, it's like the trauma has informed their impression, you know, has informed their impression, uh, uh, oppression. And this is another thing that's really important when we say, when we hear people talk about Israel is a Jewish state, Israel is a Jewish state. But now the problem with um, recognizing that Israel is a Jewish state, that means what you're not saying is that anyone who is not Jewish in Israel will be considered to be a second class citizen. And then yeah. so like it, it might it just sounds it just sounds like. It just sounds like, oh, what's so wrong about a Jewish state? I've always affiliated Israel with Judaism. So like, you know, but it means that by but that means that's like saying um, Canada is a white country, you know, um, like and that being official, I like it must be identified as that, you know. Um, so that's why that. Um, well, well, okay, okay. Canada is not a white country. It is. It is. But it, yeah. would it legally have that? Would you legally have that? Um, no, on uh, the legal you term, would, you wouldn't say that. Yeah. Like, and, and want it to be recognized world renowned. Because oh, like, oh. when, you, when you make that a, an official thing, you can start creating laws around that. You see? Okay. Like you so say you're saying like the, the, the Israel itself, that's, that's what they're pro- proclaiming? Yeah, they've been. That's what they've always wanted to be recognized. They wanted okay, to be recognized as a Jewish okay. state. And what does that translate into? That tra- yeah. translates into you know, um, like those things well, exist. Allah like and obviously, power goes to the Jewish people. That's what it translates to in a resume. If pardon? you had to resume, if you had to resume the statement itself, it means all law and power goes to the Jewish population and only. Yeah. Oh, yeah and, and prioritize you know yeah, and prioritize exactly. that you know mm-hmm. uh you know like sometimes you can see that with language laws a bit like when you say that this is you know like on a smaller uh, actually when i think about how anti-semitism translates into other things it's really like there's things like that happening in ndg like the mayor the former the former mayor of the opposition party of NDG, like Lionel Perez from the previous uh, mandate, he passed a law saying that um, he wanted to broaden his definition of what anti-Semitism was. And he broadened the definition of anti-Semitism to be any critique towards Israel is anti-Semitic. 
Now that's what a lot of people do. A lot of Jewish groups, um, uh, they, they advocate for this mm. and what that does, it muffles the opportunity, like, like to do it. But like what, when well, you I, make up, when you pass a law that says that you don't think of your everyday life, you're like, when am I going to talk about Israel? How I like, why do I, I don't even know what's going on. So how will that bylaw affect me? But it starts to normalize and it actually starts to get into law that if you are critical of Israel, then you cannot, then that will be considered like a hate crime. Exactly. Okay. It could, you know what I mean? On a very extreme thing. Yeah. So for instance, one of the ways that we eradicated um, in South African apartheid is there, there was a huge boycott. There was an international boycott of um, South Africa. And that was a boycott, you know, like that is an individual, gives power to the individual consumer. Like people think boycotting so violent. It's like we're just making a decision to not buy something somewhere, you know, and we'll figure out how we're going to deal with that decision. You know, it's not like we're like, it's not like we're getting a gun. It's not like we're doing anything. You know what I mean? It's actually a, a nonviolent protest um, that consumers get to have power. And um, so I'm doing my best to boycott Israel. Uh, and um, I'm like, for instance, I don't go to Indigo and our chapters. And I don't have a soda stream. Chapters, uh, yeah, man. Chapters, yeah, chapters, yeah, man. You know where I get my books? I get my books at. Uh, I would, I would always you know go McGill. To you know how McGill has like uh, McGill has a bookstore just south of Sherbrooke. Oh man, what is it called? Anyways, that's where I get my books. I don't go to chapters. Um, it's uh. Actually, I think everyone, if they're interested in looking up uh, important organizations to boycott, it's uh, that. And so, like, there was a campaign with, um, oh, my goodness, what is that, guys? Are you talking about Le James for McGill? No, I'm talking no, about. No, book club? No. Oh, no, no. It's like a bookstore just south of Sherbrooke. Um, I see the James, but it's no, probably not that. No, um, but who is Leonard Cohen? Yeah, so Leonard Cohen, before he passed, there was like trying to like convince Leonard Cohen to boycott like a concert in Israel. And um, for instance, like, you know, obviously everyone knows Scarlett Johansson. Mm -hmm. Scarlett Johansson did an ad for SodaStream. And she used to she used to represent Oxfam, you know, but then Oxfam supports Palestinian rights. And uh, so they they dropped her as their spokesperson because she wanted to get money from SodaStream to do their ads. And then I remember seeing an ad with with Scarlett Johansson on there. Oh. Um, anyways, there's just. There's just, uh, I don't know. I, I feel like I can really go on this topic. I'm not sure if I'm really clarifying anything. But is there any thoughts you well, have? Or? Well, how about this? Let's take a quick break, and then we come back. Okay. All right, because I have a couple of questions for you. And, and actually, 
I kind of like it because you're giving out information, you're giving out um, opinions, uh, you're giving out history, and it's a little bit of mixture of everything, you know. And I, I and I think that's that's a proper way to introduce like a topic um, as important and essential as this. So let's take a break and then we'll come back. Lynn, how you doing? <laughs> I'm good. Summer rain, Mr. Summer rain in the winter. Okay, anyways, um, how do you push this podcast? Like, how do you, like, when you see your friends and all this other stuff? I usually just tell them. Okay, do mm-hmm. they know where to go? No, they don't. So, just, I'm thinking it might be a decent idea to grab the phone out of your friend's hand and to say, oh, you see, Spotify, there's a section here for podcasts. Okay? <laughs> I like that. Go in there. Ba-na-na-na-na. The depth, Carl <laughs> Thomas, Lynn Worrell, and then press subscribe for them. Yeah. And then tell them to tell other friends. And do the same thing. And if their friends don't have Spotify, where else can they look for it? They could get it on iTunes, SoundCloud, or any platform that plays podcast. Exactly, because we're out there like that. I love the robotic voice. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> All right, so we're back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I, you know, like I was saying, like, I, I like the way that you present the subject because it's in a conversation form. And for me, I think it's, it's a little bit easier to dissect when it's like personal opinion mixed with a little bit of history and mixed with a little bit of like, um, knowledge and giving knowledge and, and side also to the story. Um, I want to ask a question and, and tell me if I'm way off base. Okay. Um, throughout this period, you, you stated that, like, it never felt more important to talk about this topic currently. And why is that? Like, why is it, it, despite the Kanye issue, do you feel like there's a certain movement that's, that's happening right now? Like, in a, in a negative or positive, I, I, I don't know. Like, I'm asking the generic question of, like, do you feel like currently, like, the atmosphere, around Jewish people is becoming different or the way that people perceive people more. Like, I, I think there was an intensity. Like, this is my feeling. I think there was an intensity. Um, but I, I, like, it's so wild because anti-Semitism can really legitimize the Zionist agenda. Like that, so so like so like you know, um, because me, you're talking to a Jewish person who doesn't mess with Israel. Period. I didn't go on birthright. I don't like. I don't do Israel. Like, mm-hmm. and period. Like, and I don't even wave flags. I don't wait. I don't care about the Canadian flag. I don't care about the Quebec flag. I don't care about you're the American flag. flag. Yeah. I'm anti-flag, but I, I, and I don't, I don't always have the, the opportunity to do this, but if there was a flag that I would want to pick up, it would be the Palestinian flag because it represents freedom from the oppression of people that I'm connected to. And that matters to me. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm not saying I'm Palestinian. I don't have a connection. I don't even have a connection to that land. Um, but I see, I'm, I'm embarrassed. I'm, sh- I'm, I'm disgusted. I am ashamed of what's happening, um, in the name of Judaism. Like I am, you know what I mean? Uh, and, uh, 
So I know what it means to be a Jewish person, to be critical of Israel, because there's like a lot of people who don't, who can't enter these spaces and be critical of Israel if they're not Jewish. You know, it's easy to shut mm -hmm. them down. So mm -hmm. I'm trying to diversify the Jewish opinion and, and the, the, the thing. So, okay, why is it intense? I, so what I want to say is like, I've just, I just felt like it was intense at the end of 2022. I think a lot of people were saying hurtful things. Mm -hmm. Um, and I realized that I think that there's like generally not a big understanding of what exactly is anti-Semitism. Um, and it's, it doesn't have the same function. Like it's not as explicit and clear as like sexism or, uh, transphobia or, or racism and, and, and all this other stuff. So I think that because uh saying jews run hollywood or um jews have power i don't know it's just like and sometimes they're compliments it's like oh jews are smart and they you know it's i i, I it's just that these it, it's just that it was really um i i don't think what people people understood what in, entailed um anti-semitism and then how do i feel right now like right now in 2023 I think what happened at the end of 2022, because Israel cares so much about the United States, uh, United States funds Israel so much money. It's the largest foreign investment, like foreign aid. Well, that's what I'm saying. Israel. That alliance dates, it, it, like it, it's, it's been known. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's so weird. It's like, there's even, there's even this branch of like Christian Zionists, but it's also has a, like a flip of script of like, of anti-Semitism in there. They believe that they want all the Jews to go to Israel because then what is it? The resurrection will happen or like the, the rapture will happen. And sorry, the rapture would happen. I'm really bad with my biblical terms. Um, and, uh, all the Jews will die or something like there's a, there's a branch of, of a Christian, Christian, uh, I, uh, ideology that's like that. Um, yeah. So, but now I'm much more, I'm, I'm much more concerned about what's happening in Israel. Like I'm very concerned about, uh, Jewish, uh, supremacist political party that is in parliament in Israel. Um, there was, uh, what is it? The, the security council, the minister of security in Israel um, went to a very holy mosque and in, in Palestine. And it was, it was like the UN is very concerned. Like if you just like, people don't follow um, Israel news, but there, people are very concerned. Like there was, um, a mass shooting of Palestinian people a while ago. I forget what year it was. Uh, but it was a mass shooter, um, a Jewish mass shooter of Palestinian people. And this um, minister of security has a picture of him in his office. Like he's, he's known to literally glorify um, Jewish supremacy, you know, the superiority of Judaism. And uh, yeah, and that's weird because like, I also think another thing that's kind of, I know, listen, this is where I am not, uh, religious like people sometimes come to me and they say well don't Jews think that they're the chosen people and all this other stuff and I'm like well 
I know I definitely don't feel like I'm the chosen person, but and like I just can't speak about a lot of religious ideas because I'm like very much not religious. Like if I was religious, I'd already have like eight kids and probably be a grandmother already. You know what I mean? Like I would be it would be very different. Um yeah. Anyways, I went on a tangent with that answer, but you're muted. <laughs> I did not do that. Oh no, rookie mistake. Oh my lord, I had to get caught. It's 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 yeah, the first of the year, that's why. <laughs> rookie mistake. So I, I wanted to ask you, um what do you hear from the other side for people that does support um the country itself, the the belief, um, what's happening in Palestine, like what what do you say to the other side? Because I do unfortunately know some people that are on the other side. I don't like to hear. I, I don't want them to talk about it most like when they try to explain and elaborate. But on your side, as a Jewish person, what do you hear from people that, that are trying to give a point of view from the other side? Like Israel. Understand. Israel. Yeah, yeah Israel. Israel, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, a lot of people, like one of the first things a Zionist will say when you're trying to debate um, Israel is uh, that they will try to say, why are we always talking about Israel? Like, you know, what about what happened in Rwanda? They want to kind of deflect and talk about another atrocity in the world. Okay. So like, that's that, like, there's literally, I've literally read, um, uh, like a handbook on how to uh, have a conversation with a Zionist about Israel, you know? Um, and that's one of the first things, um, Zionists will do is that they would like to change the subject. And it's not to say that other things that they bring up aren't horrible, but when you're talking about one thing, you're talking about that thing, like, well, let's not get off topic. So, you know, um, so they they I feel like they think they're singled out. Um, you know, I I think that uh Zionists have gone to synagogues and especially people in North America, some of the biggest supporters of Israel don't even live in Israel. They the biggest supporters of Israel um have um are are in the States, like the biggest are, are American Jews. And um they send money and like, it's just, and there's a huge, you know, support here in Montreal for Israel. Um, I have family in Israel. Um, not like I didn't grow up with them. They're very far away. Um, I know one of my cousins is working with a Palestinian organization in some capacity uh, like uh, to be honest i'm just like i'm it's so delicate i get so upset about israel it kind of has had effect in uh, jewish families there's a so lot of part so sorry to cut you off but yeah, apart yeah, no. from changing the subject like what is the validation of the behavior the pattern of behavior oh they we need to protect it. ourselves that hamas is going to attack us that um, have you ever been to Israel? Like, you don't know what you're talking about. I have to sneeze. Ooh. 
<laughs> Sorry. The nicest. <laughs> and and, and so it's like that we have to defend ourselves. That mm. Israel's always under scrutiny. Why are we so singled out? So it's like a lot of like we must protect ourselves. And you know, it also like Zionism and is Islamophobia. Well, well, Zionism it's, it's, and Islamophobia go mm. hand in hand. You know, like they like. Like, it's not hard for people to tap into some, like, Islamic phobic uh, psyche and imagination, you know? Like, uh, we are very comfortable with uh, doing that, you know? Um, I'm going to have to blow my nose. (laughs) Mute yourself. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And at the same time, I'll I'll ask you the question because, um, like... Like right now, you know, we live in an era where uh, the general population is pretty sensitive about the type of content that we put out there. Um, Do you feel that right now there's an eye on, let's say, um, Jewish jokes or like there's there's less i i mean maybe i'm not phrasing myself right well obviously i'm not phrasing myself right but it's it's basically like you know how this current era it's like is, dancing around like you, that's you can't saying, talk like, about jews like it's like ex- exactly like but do you see, do do you do you notice it like let's say yeah. like 5 10 years ago like a Jewish comic will talk about being Jewish and all the stereotypes that would come, just like a black comic about what black people do and blah, blah. They have been a switch. Like, although, like, I, I've, I've seen it in black comics where we don't, like, we don't entertain white people by bringing ourselves down anymore. But I feel like a part of a lot of stand-up comics used to be, like, Black is this and white is this. So mm. so basically always stating like, not the obvious, but like the differences and blah, blah, blah. Now, like there's more, I'm not saying an evolution, but there's more of a, of a not smarter audience either. I, I, I feel like there's an, you know what? I'll use the evolution of, of, of comedy. Um, yeah, comedy ev- evolved into something that, yes, it could be, it could be, jawbreaking it could uh, hit some feelings but it is often done in a smarter way and not like you know this is this and this is that do you see it in certain uh, or specific um, jewish comics let's say do you see the, the 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 similarities or have you seen that evolution uh like i don't really I'm not an expert on Jewish comics, um, but in terms of making jokes about Jew, okay. So, okay, one of the things that um, ha- was created after you know, because like when you walk away from the Holocaust, you're just like, how was it so easy to convince everyone to like get on board and say? That I swear to God, you know? that is that is always the question that I ask myself. How was it, it so easy? To, like genocide when it comes to to ki- like how was it that you convince a mass population to do a certain act like how yeah and and so Jews have been reckoning with that for a long time, and one thing that they have identified is the defamation of character 
has a big impact. Mm. Yeah. So, and there's listen, there's literally a league of defamation. A, a league of defamation is like a, a strong organization uh, based out in the states, mm-hmm. and uh, they are the organization that identifies like any kind of oppressive, offensive things. They're the one that's saying that is this, that's racist, that's this, that that's anti-Semitic. Yeah. That's it, um, you know? And like, it was an organization mainly founded by uh, Jews and it's been used a lot to support civil right movements and all this other stuff. So mm-hmm. like, it has a definitely a, a great, um, a great uh, asset to, but one thing that that, that that organization has also included is again, the definition of anti-Semitism includes any critique of Israel. So now there's a muffling. So I just feel like I think that because like that's a mechanism that the Jewish community, especially the Ashkenazi Jewish community has, is that um, there's literally studies about what consists of anti-Semitism. This is that, this is this. And to like, to be able to say, this is, this is anti-Semitic. This is anti-Semitic. And, and, um, I, and, but like, and, and it's just what I find paradoxical. Okay. How I feel about anti-Semitism. I feel like I'm trapped as a Jewish person. I feel trapped because I don't want to like play into the whole Zionist, like, cause like, if you feel like you are being attacked by anti-Semitism, then you want to justify the existence of Israel. And I'm not there. I'm not doing that. And then, um, that's why I don't even have a lot of Jewish friends because a lot of Jewish people are Zionists and I can't do that, you know? Um, and, uh, like I have, actually I have some good Jewish friends, but <laughs> shout out to Marcel. <laughs> Chloe. Oh my <laughs> Michael. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, but, uh, yeah, anyways, I ha, the evolution of like Jewish comics, I just don't, don't know. I don't know. Or, or how about this? How about do you see a more sensitive approach to the conversation when it when you want to speak about Jewish culture or certain topics? Or do you feel that people are just bluntly spe- uh, giving out their opinion? I think you mentioned it a little bit how some might be hesitant, especially like within the Jewish community to talk about what's happening, but mm. outside of it. Outside, sorry, can you repeat that? Um, Basically like people in your surroundings, do you feel yeah. like they have a certain sensitivity when they, they speak about Jewish people and what's going on in Israel? Um, or do they like bluntly just speak out their opinion? I, my experience is that a lot of people don't know what's going on in Israel. They just kind of like uh, the media. Okay. Okay. A lot of people just get the mainstream media. Like it's very pro Israel in general, the Mm -hmm. media. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's, that's everywhere. Like Canada's pro Israel, like governments are pro Israel. Um, Because it's all about the money. Yeah. It's about the money uh yeah 
and um, <laughs> it's it's capital. It's, right? it's, it's yeah. about about the money, and it's about Islamophobia, and like, and just that. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I see how um, it's just paradoxical. I find because like, there's been. There's things that actually kind of offended me, but then, like for instance, I remember one one time I went to a pro Palestinian uh, uh, protest in this uh, in a town that I was living at the time, and I was very very excited. I was like, "Oh my goodness, I'm going to show my support!" And then I saw this sign that had the Star of David equals a swastika, right? And, and, and you know, that's obviously very offensive. Oof. But yeah, what yeah, I yeah. think. Well, yeah. But what I but I what 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 I did instead of getting offended offended and and upset is mm -hmm. that we have to make room for Palestinian rage. We have to make room for Palestinian rage when you are getting like your land is stolen from you and you're done, like people are killing you and it's normal and it's supported by the whole world and there isn't enough pressure to like challenge that. Um, like one thing when Ukraine happened, I, I really wish that every time I remember I was listening to Trudeau and I was just like replacing every time he said the word Ukraine, I wanted, I replaced it with Palestine. And I just wish uh, that, yeah. I just wish that we could talk about Palestine the way we talk about like other things. And I think that was a big, that was another piece. Like mm -hmm. there is obviously a hierarchy of causes that we like to rally around, you know? And, um, and, uh, that was tricky because I think when it came to, um, Kanye and conversations about like Adidas loss and then Kyrie and the repercussions of, of these actions and, but like, yeah, Kyrie, fuck, he was another one. Like, and then, and, but it's just, it's just, uh, and like, I didn't really have a space to like talk about what the actual thing that was anti-Semitic because um And 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 can we be honest about the fact like didn't you feel that it was weird for like two black men, two well established black men talking like talking like that and saying these type of statements? Or in Kyrie's case, sharing like his well, opinion? Like like you, there's another like, thing I'm, I'm just gotta, being honest like like for, for, uh, from my perspective it felt weird as fuck like i was confused i was like like when kanye was like doing the whole rant of like everyone's good like hitler blah 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 like i was oh, man i was like, I was I, like I, but but kanye like kanye do you know that you are a black jews man to forgive hitler kanye asked jews to forgive hitler now like listen like eight hate is a very 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 strong word and i've like examined that word in my life and i'm like lynn lynn do you hate anyone do you hate anyone in your life do you hate and i'm hate scanning word, i'm yeah. scanning and honestly i was like lynn you have to hate someone and i was like well i guess i'll hate hitler like you know what i mean like i guess if there was one person i would hate i guess it would be hitler so like i just like i just don't like i you know like i don't know like I, I think that I think Kanye West is very bored and he's doing some dangerous stuff. 
Like he's literally bringing I think he's um, off his white meds. supremacists to meet with Trump. Like I think he's off his meds. Like, like white supremacists are getting very organized right now. They're very emboldened. And 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 like I don't we need to like take keep an eye on that. And then at the same time, you have like this other like it, you know, it's going it, uh, yeah, I just I I get a little like I'm so frustrated, but yeah. So, um, I just like you know when people were talking about the teardown of Kanye uh, West, and and I'm just like, because there's this other element, you know. I don't know what it means to be a billionaire. I don't know what it means to be a multi-billionaire and lose and land on a multi-millionaire. Like, I don't know that life experience. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, that for me is not a teardown. You know what I mean? Like, I I just, I can't relate. And that's this other thing is that we like to think that we can relate to these billionaires. They're on another stratosphere. They're they're basically a different species. Exactly. in this world and differently from us you know agree you know what i mean like there's they are literally going to outer space you know what i mean like, yeah sorry about that that's uh <laughs> that's your dog <laughs> yeah sorry um so anyways so i just think there's that part um i don't know i just feel that uh That's the part that, um, I, I don't know. I, I and I think um, Kanye West's strategy is to mobilize white supremacy, and that's a tough pill to swallow when you are looking up to him as a hip hop hero. You know, it's a very tough pill to swallow. Tougher pill to swallow because he's a black man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's some weird stuff right there. Um, Lynn, I think we're going to wrap it up. This, yeah. Yeah, we're going to wrap it up. Um, I, but, like, but I, I, wanted, like, I wanted to have this conversation a while ago, but to be honest, it was just too hot for me. It was just too hot for me. Yeah. I was just like, ooh, I wanted to try to talk about it at a time where I didn't feel a way. I wasn't but but at the same time, is there a good time to talk about it? I feel like right now it 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 would be the perfect time. I'm gonna release this episode like this weekend. Um, okay. what we're what we're January twelfth, so this weekend will be released. And, and I don't think there's a right or perfect time to talk about this. I think this is this should be an ongoing conversation. Um, I yeah. also like having these type of conversations that might you know, uh, rub people the wrong way or, or validate um, an opinion or take a side on a political matter. But I think it, it could be interesting, um, you know, especially working in the community sector. We work with different organizations. We work with people. So it's important to respect people. It's important to respect the diversity of people. But it's also important to, like, point out when something is wrong and when people are doing bad so it's um yeah oppression you know actually you know the what got us all inspired what uh, got us inspired to do a podcast was a podcast still processing apparently did you listen to the did you listen to their episode about kanye 
Oh, yes. Oh, yes, 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 yes. What were your takeaways from that? Well, can it be a conversation for another time? Sure. <laughs> okay. we, could, we could do a whole segment, like, on Kanye West. Like, I really don't mind. Like, it, I think it could be interesting. I think it will... There was a whole class done on him. Yeah. <laughs> so let's, let's, like, opinion what Kanye, well, throughout the years meant to us and right now. So listen, I think I think that should be. I'll write it down. You know, Kanye West could be our next uh, topic of conversation, and we could do it in a group setting. We could do it me and you, it, whatever. But also, also, there's also a lot of activists. There's a lot of Jewish organizations that do a lot of pro-Palestinian stuff. That would be really important to know what's going on, um, in terms of how to better support Palestinian rights. Sounds good. So listen, Lynn, take care of that cold. Have a great <laughs> night. Yeah, and thanks. Have a great weekend. All right. Talk to all you. Right. All right. Good night. Bye. Good night. Bye.